Hello and welcome to episode two of Enhance Your Life with Noni Carr. I'm Noni Carr from Enhance Life Psychology. Today I will be talking about exercise to enhance your life. Now I know that exercise is one of those things that everybody is told about. Everybody knows that we need to exercise, we need to incorporate in our life. And there, you know, they talk about uh, physical benefits of exercise. They talk about uh, psychological and emotional benefits of exercise. Sometimes we need, need the science behind it. We kind of need to know why. Why do I need to include exercise in my life? What does exercise do to enhance my life? I am going to disclose the fact that I'm a cyclist. I have spent time racing my bike and I commute. I ride my bike to work when the weather's good. I don't like riding in the rain. But I know from personal experience that I feel better when I exercise. My mood is better. I manage my fatigue better, I feel more motivated, and I sleep better. So all of these things together contribute to why, well, you know, this is why I exercise, why I keep exercising. So whether that is just riding my bike or whether that is also walking, so when I don't have access to my bike, I walk. So... I'd like to give you a few, few reasons why we think exercise is particularly good for our mental health. Our physical health, we know it's important for our physical health because it, you know, our body is built to move, so it's better when we move um, and it helps us um, to use up that energy that we're consuming and it is good for our heart, our lungs, our digestive system, all our muscles, and it's really good for our bones. So from a psychological perspective, there's also a biological part of this. So what exercise does, the first thing it does, is it increases the amount of blood, blood pumping to the brain or through the brain. This also increases the amount of BDNF which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is all about um, improving the brain function. And this improves our memory and our learning. So when we exercise, there is biological evidence, neurological evidence, that when we exercise, our memory is better and we learn more effectively. It also increases the amount of serotonin that is released in our brain. Serotonin is one of those things that has a significant impact on our mood. You think about antidepressants, they are um, generally SNRIs, which is all about serotonin and allowing you know, there to be more serotonin available in the brain. It also increases the levels of dopamine, which this and in our brain, and this improves our performance, so it motivates us to want to perform better. It increases the amount of norepinephrine that's released throughout our body, 
and our brain, which increases our, you know, improves our focus and our attention. This is particularly important. This is part of our fight, flight, freeze system, our survival mechanism, because we need to focus and attend when we're, we're being physically threatened. But it also has an, in, uh, an effect on when we're learning or when we're doing things, if we are focused and our attention is good, then this is going to be good for what we're doing at work. The other thing is, and this is referring to, this is about the, what we often is called the runner's high, or that high we get after we exercise, we do vigorous exercise. Exercise increases the number, the, the release of endocannabinoids. Yes, it does sound like cannabis. It, these are the, um, the neurotransmitters and the other uh, neurological chemicals and factors that are recepted, received by the cannabinoid receptors in the brain. So they, one of the ones that is often referred to is anandamide, which, and this is, increases our feeling of well-being and it's, it's that high, that sense of high that we have when we exercise. So if we look at all of these things, um, then this has an impact on our emotions. When we feel good and our mood is better, we're also more able to respond to things in a more level-headed way. So that uh, feel-good factor means that we're able to uh, respond to things in a more thoughtful way, a considered way. We're less likely to respond in that default mode that might be unhelpful. It might be rash, it might be impulsive, which is unhelpful in some situations. So when we exercise, we increase that feel-good factor, our mood improves, and we respond more effectively to things. So if we know all of this, when we talk about exercise, what does this mean? So there's recently been some research on running and about the effect of running on physical health. And they talk about the fact that if we run for at least 50 minutes in one block once a week, this is really good for our physical health, our longevity. But running isn't the only form of exercise. As I disclosed, I'm a cyclist. So Cycling is absolutely something that we can do. But sometimes running is not what we enjoy. Cycling is something we're not interested in doing. Or maybe, you know, we're just not, not like walking. But actually, when I talk about exercise, I actually equate that to movement. It doesn't matter how we move, but movement is important. Our bodies are built to move. And so when we move, we are more likely to have a more even mood. We're more likely to feel better. And it's more likely to do something for our physical health as well as our psychological and emotional health. So this, is, this movement might be taking the stairs instead of the elevator or the escalator. It might be parking your car a little bit further away from work and walking that extra five minutes. It 
might be um, walking to the next tram stop rather than the closest tram stop or bus stop or train station. Although train stations are a little bit further away, so it really depends on your fitness. It's also about starting easy. So you start at what's possible for you. You don't start at doing the 100km bike ride or the 10km walk or run. You start walking around the block. So you start and it needs to be enjoyable. If it's not enjoyable, you won't stick to it. So sometimes maybe it's not about going out and exercising in public. Maybe it's not joining a gym and getting a gym program and going four or five times a week. Maybe it's putting on your favourite song and just dancing. And I was uh, one of a great song might be James Brown. Get up off for that thing. It's that idea of just get up, just move. And when you listen to that sort of music or whatever music you like, you can't help but move along to the beat, move along to the rhythm or sing along. It's something that will help you do move your body and improve your mood. It doesn't matter what music, whatever. Maybe for you, it's not dancing, it's not cycling, it's not walking, it's not running, but maybe it's rock climbing or maybe it's something else Maybe it's Pilates or maybe it's yoga, but it's just something. So there's been a few, there's often a few questions about this, about exercise. How do I incorporate it into my life when I'm so busy already? And I think, you know, and how do I, you know, bring that in when it's not part of my daily habits? It's not part of what I do already. And when it's not something i really enjoy, as I stated before, finding something that you do like and incorporating that. Sometimes it's about taking it back to that, well, how can I make it part of what I just do? And it's about, you know, you, you walk instead of drive or you walk instead of, you know, walk an extra tram stop or a train station or bus stop. So you get, get your exercise in that way. And the other thing is, when we are already so busy, how do I fit it in? Sometimes you need to, to schedule it into your, your day, schedule it into your week. I try and exercise most days. I take you know, at least one day off exercise a week. That doesn't mean I don't walk down the street to buy lunch or to buy milk or bread or whatever. It just means I don't do a structured activity. So today, this is a day I'm not doing any specific exercise today because I've been exercising for the last few days and I've got the next few days exercising, so I need a break. So you just schedule that in. When you're tired, it's really hard to exercise. But sometimes it's about finding that balance. If you're tired, you might need to rest and that's really important you can't exercise if you're really tired and finding that balance is incredibly important 
so finding that balance of, okay, I've done, I'm really busy, I've, my day's packed, I've got children to look after, I've got children to run around, I've got to clean the house, I've got to do the shopping, I've got to go to work myself, and then I've got to do all this other stuff. So on those days, maybe it's not going to be possible to do any structured activity, but maybe parking your car further away when you drop the kids off. There's that walk that you are incorporating into your day. But if you're exhausted, sometimes it's the sleep that you actually need, the rest that you need. Keeping in mind, though, sometimes you're tired because you're not doing anything. And that's something that only you can know. Only you can make that assessment. Or maybe you need to talk to somebody about making that assessment, about what's, what's reasonable. How do you balance that into your life? How do you incorporate exercise into your life? And that might mean you need to see your GP. It might mean you need to see a psychologist or an exercise physiologist who are very good at all of those sorts of things. Or maybe it is about exploring these options with family. How can you add these things into your day? So this is, this is where I'm going to finish. Exercise is one of those things that you can add that can enhance your life. So I'm Noni Carr and as ever, I'm always about enhancing your life and helping you live your life enhanced. Thank you very much for listening and I will catch up with you soon.